the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. Allow yourself, let yourself Come into the presence of God and go to the throne of grace. It's our privilege in Christ. It's our opportunity in Christ. Psalm 107, verse 20. He sent his word and healed them. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. At the throne of grace. I want you to look at Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. And I want you to, okay, there it is. It's on the, uh, on the screen right now. I want you to read it. Look up here and read it together. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Now, we're going to continue to look at that verse, and the words that I'm going to focus upon and draw our attention to will be highlighted. So the word that is highlighted there now is the word us. Let us. Who's he talking about? Those who have been redeemed. Those who know Jesus. Us who have been saved, who have confessed our sins. Us who say, Father, Abba, Father, to God, us who have confessed and repented of our sins. Let us allow yourself, let yourself come into the presence of God and go to the throne of grace. It's our privilege in Christ. It's our opportunity in Christ. Let us, Paul, whoever wrote the book of Hebrews, is talking to us. Hey, are you with us? You one of us? Well, then you have a right to go to the throne of grace and receive the blessing that God has so wonderfully prepared for you. So don't hesitate. Go to his throne. He's there. Now, the next word is let us then approach. Say the word approach. In the King James Version, the word is come. Now, I like the word approach, but I like the word come just a little bit better. I don't know that there is a more beautiful word in all of the Bible than the word come. We can come. Let us come. It is God's invitation. I mean, God is inviting us. It's a a grand welcome. God is. It's like walking up to the door and you ringing the doorbell and the host of the hostess opens the door and says, come in, come in. But sometimes I see somebody walking up the walk and I recognize them or maybe I don't recognize them but I know they're coming to ring my doorbell and I'll open the door even before they get there. 
And that's the way God is. He, he has opened the door and is inviting us in. <clears throat> I'll say to the person in so many words, or you will say to the person, come into my house. Enjoy the comfort of my home. Walk on my carpet. Sit in my chair, my favorite chair, or uh, relax on the couch. Come in. You're welcome to come in and enjoy what I enjoy and what I have. Now it's yours to enjoy. Come on in. So a long time ago, God has opened the door and has welcomed us in. And he is telling us, come, come to the throne of grace. And Jesus says in, John, in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Come. Come where? Come to me. There's a lot of people who are so heavy laden, who are so restless, uh, who are so uncomfortable in this world. I mean, they have all of the, the, the houses and clothes and cars and prestige and degrees, but they're still restless. They're uncomfortable. But Jesus is saying, it's not out there that you're going to find the rest that you need. It's me. Come to me. Come to me. It's a welcome, and he's encouraging us to come. There is satisfaction there. Isaiah chapter 55, Isaiah says, come. There's that word again. Come. Listen, come, all you who are thirsty, meaning a spiritual thirst, the restless, the unsatisfied, the uncomfortable, the, the, the people who are not at peace. Come. This, this thirst can be quenched. Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, meaning symbolically a spiritual refreshment. You know, the biggest problem I think that most of us have is a spiritual problem. And I think if we get that spiritual problem corrected and right, I think all of our problems are going to go away. I really believe that. He says, come to the waters and you who have no money. I mean, this isn't going to cost you a thing. He says, come and buy and eat. Actually, the refreshment and the blessing of God has already been paid for. You can get your blessings by buying it with the blood of Jesus. This is your currency. This is what God has given you. You have the wherewithal to come now into the presence of God. He says, come and buy wine and milk without money and without price. There was a time when the people of God even had to purchase their, their water. Water was scarce in the desert lands, and so they had to pay for the water. They had to pay in order to buy the milk and the wine. The, the water would refresh. The milk and the wine would nourish. And God is saying, come, I can refresh you. I can nourish you. I can comfort you. I can enjoy you. Come. Why are you so miserable out there? That low-grade unrest. Why? Come to me. And there is a grand welcome there, an invitation to come. Come with your marital problems. Come with your job-related problems. Come with your financial problems. What is it that's bothering you? Jesus is saying, come to me. Come to me. There is a blessing there. And today he's calling out, speaking to you, and I'm praying that the word of God will touch your heart and build faith in you. You're hearing what I'm saying. You're hearing that I'm speaking the word of God, and you will come and receive this blessing that you have longed for, but you've been looking at the wrong places for the blessing. It's in Jesus, and so he's asking us to come to him. Now, notice what it says. Then let us approach, where? The throne of grace. 
Say throne of grace. The throne of grace. I am so amazed as I began to think of this message that the Holy Spirit kept going, uh, that has kept going over and over in my mind this week, and I knew that I had to come back and talk to you again. God is saying, I answered a few of your prayers, but I want to answer all your prayers. And a lot of you heard the sermon, and you still haven't prayed yet. So no wonder you haven't gotten a blessing yet. Friend, listen to me. You're not going to get a blessing until you go to Jesus. Whatever your need is, a family need, a personal need, an emotional need, whatever the need is, when you go to Jesus, you will get that water of life that will refresh you. You will get the milk and the honey and the wine that will nourish you. You will get what you're going for. Jesus never turns anybody away empty. And if you're empty, it's simply because you haven't gone to Jesus yet. And Jesus is there with the door wide open. You said, I can't get there. Hey, you can get there. The door's open. He has opened the door. He's presented an invitation to come. He's not going to go out there and drag you in. (laughs) But the invitation is there. And when you hear the invitation and respond to that invitation, that's when the blessing of God is going to come. He says, come to the throne, the throne of grace. See, a throne, we think of a throne. A throne always speaks of power and authority. A throne is where things happen. The king will speak. He speaks with the word of authority. He speaks with power into that situation that is troubling you, that negative situation, into that emotional situation, that job-related situation that family-related situation. He will speak the word of power. It comes from his throne, and the words of his mouth cannot be resisted. God wants to speak a blessing into your, into your life. He wants to speak a, a blessing into your relationships. And when he speaks, I mean, dry land appears. When he speaks, uh, daylight appears. When he speaks, Stars and worlds and planets appears when God speaks and God has a word for your situation today. That's what he wants me to tell you. That he has a word, an infallible word that will bring blessing, healing, and wholeness into your life, into your situation. Our God reigns. There's there's nothing in heaven and in earth that can stop the word of God. Heaven and earth will pass away, the scripture says. Now, not the heaven where God dwells. That's a perfect place. But the atmospheric heavens will pass away. The earth will pass away. Everything will pass away. But his word will stand forever. And that's the word that he desires to speak into your situation. When you go to him, he sits upon the throne of authority, upon the throne of power. He's the king of kings. He will speak the word. He is the almighty God. He is the most high God. He is the enthroned God. He is enthroned in majesty. He has it all for you. Are you weak in some area? That's the area where God comes with his mighty power to bless and to do something beautiful and wonderful, exactly what you need. Now, in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1 Isaiah said, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord, I saw the Lord high, lifted up, exalted. Now, when he says, when Isaiah says, I saw the Lord, when King Uzziah died, he said, Isaiah was saying, I saw the true king. The earthly king die. 
Everything that is alive today is temporal and it will die. But Isaiah said there's another king that is an eternal king. And he said, I got a glimpse of him. I saw him and his train, the, 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 the robe, the train of his robe filled the temple. And he said, I saw something else, Isaiah said. Now I go to verse 2. He said, I saw seraphim. He said, seraphim, he said, were over the throne. Okay, there, there it is, Isaiah 6, 2. Come on, read it. Above him were seraphims, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces. With two they covered their feet. And with two they were flying. Above him were seraphims, each with six wings. These fiery burning angels, the throne of God, they hover like a helicopter. They hover over the throne of God. He said, I saw it. And these angels had six wings. Two wings, they covered their face out of respect for the Almighty, out of reverence. That's one thing I, I'm so concerned about today is in the house of God, reverencing God. Reverencing God. I have prayed, God, come into the Largo Community Church. Come in in mighty power. Come in in your presence. Did you hear what the choir was singing today? I'm going to ask the choir if you will sing that same introit that you sang this morning, that you'll sing it, sing it again next Sunday morning. They were singing about Jesus. Did you hear what they were singing? They were singing about your Savior. There will be a time when we can shake hands and hug one another. I do that every Sunday morning. But when Jesus is being proclaimed, it's time to bow down. The seraphims covered their face out of respect, out of respect for the Almighty, worshiping Him. How? In spirit and in truth. They covered their face. They had two more wings. They covered their feet. They came down over their body in modesty. They had two more wings, six wings. And with those, they flew, meaning they instantly, instantly obeyed God. They didn't debate the word of God. They didn't think about it. They didn't wait until they had a good feeling. Hey, this is the time to do it. They did it. Whatever the Lord says, do it. They were in the presence of God. These seraphs are the ones who conduct worship in heaven. All the other angels, the cherubs, all the other angels, all of the ten thousands of ten thousands from every tribe, tongue, and nation, look at these seraphs who hover over the throne. They are the worship leaders of heaven. When we come into the house of God for at least one hour and 20 minutes, let's worship God. Let's worship God. We can talk to anybody anytime, but it's time for God. It's time for God. I've got to give God some time. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. And these seraphs, and then what were they saying? We're down in, in the next verse. These, these seraphs, they were calling out to each other. What were they saying to each other? Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. They were over God. They were in the presence of God. They were calling attention to God. 
Hey, it's not time for me to just display my, 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 myself. It's time to display the Almighty. Now I'm going to say holy, and you repeat, echo it back. You repeat it. Holy. 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 Is the Lord God of hosts. Hallelujah. 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 Holy is the Lord God of hosts. Holy is the name of the Lord. I worship you, God. Almighty God, I worship you. I worship you. Hallelujah. The presence of God, the presence of the Almighty, bowing down before him, Worshiping him. Now the word holy means separated, unapproachable. Meaning God is so light that no one can stand and live in his presence. No human being can. That's why we're going to have to have transformed bodies when we come into the presence of God. So that we can look at him. So that we can see him. Otherwise, like John on the Isle of Patmos, or Peter, James, and John on the Mount of Transfiguration, when they came into the presence of God... They went down on their face, smack down on the floor. You know, I wish God would smack some of us down. (laughs) Yeah, wouldn't that be something? We got to having a good time of fellowship in church, and God would say, hey, you're in the house of God, and just smack you down on your face. You'd say, woe is me, for I am undone. (laughs) I'm a man of unclean lips, and I have an unclean motivation. I'm in the presence of God, the Almighty. Now, holy, the word holy means separated and unapproachable. But yet Isaiah says, God is saying, come. Come into the presence of the cherubs that are saying, holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty, the earth and heaven are full of your glory. How can I come into the presence of the Holy One? Holiness is unapproachable. Holiness is unacceptable. I'm unacceptable. But there's a mediator. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the mediator. He stands between us and God. And through him, through his blood, through Calvary, through the communion service next week, we can now come into the presence of the unapproachable one, the Almighty. Angels, seraphs are hovering. Would to God that... Angels of the Lord would hover over this church today. And I believe that the angels of God are. I believe you've come with sincerity of heart to worship him. And I believe God is pleased. I believe he is that we all might truly respect him. Cover our faces. Don't look at my face. Don't look at this face. Don't look at me. I don't want to be seen. I don't want to be the preeminent one. I don't want to call attention to me. I want you to call attention to him. He's the Holy One now who was unapproachable, but who is now approachable. Friend, you can go to the throne of grace. You can go. I was praying in my study. I was talking to the Lord, and I thought, this is an awesome thing. I am here in this chair talking to God, and my voice is heard in heaven. I'm in the presence of God. My voice has now gone into the throne room. I'm way down here. God's way up there. But my voice in whisper or in conversation has now entered heaven. And the whisper I whisper here is a whisper there. 
the conversational voice that is here is now there. And I thought, dear Lord, I've come into heaven. I've entered heaven. I've entered the throne room of the Lord. In the throne of grace, in his holy and wonderful presence. That is an awesome thing for me to be there. I'm a sinner. I have failed God. I have broken his law. I know what I have done. I know what he has saved me from. I know. And now he allows my voice to be heard in his very presence. And then he says, come with confidence. Say Say the word confidence. 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 I can come not bashful, not ashamed, not not feeling hesitant, I can come boldly, the King James says, with confidence, confidence. I'm confident he saved me. I'm confident he has washed my sins away. I'm confident Jesus is my Savior. I'm confident God's my Father. I call him Abba Father. I'm confident of that. With that kind of confidence, I can pray, I can talk to God. I I know he's listening to me. He's blessing me. I'm confident that he loves me, that I belong to him, that I'm in his family. I can go there. And I need sometimes to remind myself how blessed I am and how I can go there and be confident so that we may receive mercy and find grace. Mercy and find grace. Say those words. Mercy and find grace. You see, I already know what I'm going to get when I pray. I already know the answer. I'm going to get mercy and grace. You can come. The kindness of the Lord, the mercy of the Lord, the tenderness. Mercy means tenderness. Grace means kindness. When I go into the presence of God with my needs, God's not going to say, oh, here he comes again. (laughs) No, God's going to say, come. Come. You're my child. Come with confidence. Don't you know who I am? Walk in there into the throne room and say, Father, it's me. (laughs) God's going to say, I know you. (laughs) With that, with all my brokenness and all my problems and all my difficulties and my hurts inside my heart, I can go in and there he will tenderly approach me. He will bless me tenderly. He will pour in the oil of tenderness into my wound. He will pour in the ointment of kindness into my womb. See, I I know when I get there, the physician is going to fix me and my problems. I know that. And so I go there. God wants me to tell you, come with confidence. Come into his presence. And he says this, in our time of need. Meaning simply, there are times where you may not have a need You may not be stressed out. You're doing okay. That's fine. But sooner or later, and usually it's sooner than later, (laughs) there's going to be a need. And when you have a need, whatever that need is, you can come to the throne of grace because of who you are, because of what you have allowed God to do for you, because of what Jesus has done for you. You can come in to the presence of the unapproachable one. You can approach him now because you have a mediator, because you have Jesus. Now, I have told you, if I had more to tell you, I would. But I have nothing more I can say to you today other than what the Holy Spirit is saying. Come. 
We hope that today's message has been a blessing and has strengthened your faith in God. But before we go, here is Pastor Jack Morris. Thanks for listening to The Healing Word on WAVA Monday through Friday, coming to you from the Largo Community Church, Mitchellville, Maryland. The Largo Community Church is a Bible-believing church. You're invited to come and worship with us. Each Sunday morning, we have two great, wonderful worship services, 9 o'clock, 11 o'clock. I can assure you, you will hear the Word of God. We're located at 1701 Enterprise Road in Mitchellville, Maryland. That's also South Bowie. Check out our website. That's largocc.org. May the Word of God you hear on this program bring healing and wholeness to your life. Spiritual healing, emotional healing, physical healing. In Psalm 107, verse 20, He sent His Word and healed them. We appreciate your prayers and your financial gifts for the support of this ministry. Friend, Jesus loves you, and we love you too. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20721. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com